Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. I thank God that we are able to start our day together in prayer. Today is Saturday, and this is the season of Pentecost. Today we will read the short and little-known letter of Jude. Please feel free to send me an email with any stories, insights, or questions that you might have. You can send them to me at pastorjim2006 at icloud.com. And now we begin our prayers in silence. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving. And raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it. And your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. You have been born anew through the abiding word of God. A reading from Jude. Judah, slave of Jesus the Messiah, brother of James, to those who are called the people whom God loves and whom Jesus the Messiah keeps safe, may mercy, peace, and love be multiplied to you. Beloved, I was doing my best to write to you about the rescue in which we share, but I found it necessary to write to you to urge you to struggle hard for the faith which was once and for all given to God's people. Some people have sneaked in among you, it seems, who long ago were marked out for this condemnation. Ungodly people who are transforming God's grace into licentiousness and denying the one and only Master, our Lord Jesus, the Messiah. I do not want to remind. I do not. I do want to remind you, even though you know it all well, that when the Lord once and for all delivered His people out of the land of Egypt, He subsequently destroyed those who did not believe. In the same way, when some of the angels did not keep their rightful place of authority but abandoned their own home, he kept them under conditions of darkness and in eternal chains to await the judgment of the great day. In similar fashion, Sodom, Gomorrah, and the cities round about, which had lived in gross immorality and lusted after unnatural flesh, and are set before us as a pattern undergoing the punishment of endless fire. However, these people are behaving in the same way. They are dreaming their way into defiling the flesh, rejecting authority, and cursing the glorious ones. Even Michael the archangel, when disputing with the devil about the body of Moses, did not presume to lay against him a charge of blasphemy, but simply said, The Lord rebuke you. These people, however, curse anything they don't know. They are like dumb animals. 
There are some things they understand instinctively, but it is these very things that destroy them, a curse on them. They go off in the way of Cain. They give themselves over for money to Balaam's deceitful ways. They are destroyed in Korah's rebellion. These are the ones who pollute your love feasts. They share your table without fear while simply looking after their own needs. They are waterless clouds blown along by the wind. They are fruitless autumn trees, doubly dead and uprooted. They are stormy waves out at sea, splashing up their own shameful ways. They are wandering stars, and the deepest everlasting darkness has been kept for each of them in particular. Enoch, the seventh in line from Adam, prophesied about these people. Look, he said, the Lord comes with ten thousand of his holy ones to perform judgment against all and to charge every human being with all the ungodly ways in which they have done ungodly things, and with every harsh word which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. These people are always grumbling and complaining, chasing after their own desires. From their, mothers, from their mouths come arrogant words, buttering people up for the sake of gain. But you, my beloved ones, remember the words that were spoken to you before by the apostles of our Lord Jesus the Messiah. In the last time, they said to you, there will be scornful people who will follow their own ungodly desires. These are the people who cause divisions. They are living and merely human level. They do not have the spirit. But you, beloved ones, build yourself up in your most holy faith. Pray in the Holy Spirit. Keep yourselves in the love of God as you wait for our Lord Jesus the Messiah to show you the mercy which leads to the life of the age to come. With some people who are wavering, you must show mercy. So you must rescue, snatching them from the fire. To others, you must, to others, you must show mercy, but with fear, hating even the clothes that they have, have been deviled by the flesh. Now, to the one who is able to keep you standing upright and to present you before his glory, undefiled and joyful, to the one and only God, our Savior, through Jesus the Messiah, our Lord, be glory, majesty, power, and authority before all the ages, and now, and now, and to all the ages to come. Amen. Jude is the second to last book in the New Testament. And with the exception of a few verses here and there, one of the least known books in the whole Bible. As in other letters, the concern is with an infestation of false teachers, particularly those who appear uh, immoral or who seem to uh, deny that uh, Jesus has come. Or rather, some of the having the same moral substance and beliefs as the pagan world around them. As we observed in Second Peter, the frustration and anger uh, that once at, at a church that once seemed harmonious in its way of living has now been led astray and torn apart with divisions. So I wonder what the apostles would make of the church in our day. What words of encouragement do they have for us? Certainly the words about building up the most holy faith in us and praying together in the Spirit. But what harsh words would they have for us? And how does a reading like this convict us of our own sin? It is worth spending some time on a Saturday morning thinking about these things. 
Jesus said that we are the light of the world and the salt of the earth. If the light is covered up, how will we see in a dark world? If the salt loses its flavor, what good is it? That is why it is so important for us to build upon the most holy faith in our Lord Jesus Christ and to pray in the Spirit so that we might continue to be the light and the salt and not just more darkness and decay. Of course, as Martin Luther reminds us, God's kingdom comes without any work or effort on our part, but we pray that it come among us too. And we pray that we are part of the new thing that God is doing, the rescue and salvation of the world in Jesus Christ our Lord. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, and you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people the knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gift of relationship with others and for the communion of faith in your church. Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your way of peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who govern the nations of the world for the people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for people in countries that are ravaged by illness and disease, for all who are working for peace and international harmony, for all who are working to bring healing and health to the world, for all who are striving to save this earth from carelessness and destruction, for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for who else or for what else are we praying this morning? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, Remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, 
as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God 